Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. We are continuing our exploration with the Finnovate Spring Best of Show winners. And joining me today, we have Jens Henriksen and Robert McDonald of One Cosmos. Gentlemen, thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> happy to be here. So as you've heard me say over the past couple of weeks, all of the videos from Finnovate Spring are available online at finnovate.com slash videos. I would highly recommend checking out uh, One Cosmos full demo video up there. Um, but for those of us who haven't heard or seen anything about you, uh, Jens, can you start with just a quick 60 seconds on some background of what One Cosmos is all about? Would love to, Greg. And again, thanks for pulling us back together. I just have to give a, the quick plug to Finnovate. I mean, ha having had the pleasure of going to so many of your events over the years, and it's actually the third company I'm with now that's had the, again, the honor of, of demoing with you guys. And it's uh, it's just always fun. So again, I want to give you guys kudos, you, Heather, the whole the whole crew. It's uh, it's amazing. Um, so so look, in a nutshell, one Cosmos, I think the reason why Robert, I, others are, are so happy and, and, and excited to be part of the team is... Um, First of all, it is a great team. It's an amazing group of, of, of founders and others who've come in from the identity and access management world, from the information security world, the digital world, fraud world, you name it, and fundamentally are trying to be groundbreaking in the sense of helping companies truly know who's behind the device. That was part of our demo, right? You know, hey, this is actually Greg. And if you know this is Greg, you know, you compare it back to the old days, you walk into a bank, walk into a store, have face-to-face -face dealings, and you knew it was Greg, you knew it was Robert. We obviously don't have that luxury, the, you know, in, the, in this day and age. And we're all guessing. I love one of our co-founders calls it hope-based authentication, right? We're looking at all these signals. All We're trying to guess probabilistically on, is this Greg? And it either is or it isn't. It's not 87.236% Greg, right? And so what's really, really fun about One Cosmos, it has brought definitive, this is truly great behind the device, whether you're opening up in a bank account, whether you're going uh, through a very high risk transaction, let's say it's a $20,000 Cartier that you're going to buy your wife, Greg, as always, right? Um, it really has the opportunity to kind of change the game across the board, right? Whether you're a CISO, yeah. a CIO, a CDO, you're head of fraud, you're a fraud analyst, it doesn't matter. So um, that's really us in a nutshell. And we've been fortunate to, to be working with some really, really innovative companies already. And would love to dig into more of the, uh, the items you want to cover with us today. Yeah, no, I think that's really cool. And again, you can see from the demo exactly how passionate you are about that as a high-level goal, making sure that it is who they say they are behind the device. Um, this is something which, as I'm sure, is not news to you. There's a lot of people kind of playing in this biometric authentication space, and yet your demo really resonated. Obviously, the demo itself was really strong, but the technology itself has something unique about it that seems to capture uh, people's attention. So um, what do you think it is that, that sets you apart from others in the space? And Rob, I'll come to you on this one. Sure. Um, well, we're, we're unique because we we bind the user to their verified identity. Um, and like you said, there are a lot of other, you know, companies, vendors out there that are providing password lists or, you know, different ways to do authentication. Uh, there are other vendors that are out there that are doing identity verification, identity proofing. 
Um, but really, we're the only one vendor that brings those two worlds together. Um, and, and what we're doing is we're taking the identity verification part, so the ID part. So we'll scan driver's license, passport, um, and we'll take the pictures off those and we'll, you know, we'll compare those pictures to the, the biometric capture that we take at the time of enrollment. And we'll make sure that all of that stuff works and we can even take the information that's on those documents and go and check them against the issuing authorities to make sure that you know those the driver's license you know number is valid or the you know the passport's valid. Um, so that that concept of identification plus you, so ID plus me, um, we use that at every step going forward for authentication. So the biometric that we take at the very beginning, uh, we'll do a, a facial scan. Um, we'll use that as a reference going forward. So every time you go to authenticate, um, you'll give us another live selfie and we'll compare that live selfie to the one that we took at authentication. And that's how we're able to prove um, that it is you behind the device. Like, like Yen said, the whole idea, the whole concept of what we're doing is trying to prove identity online where we, you know, it's ones and zeros. Like, how do you prove that somebody is who they claim to be if all you have are ones and zeros to look at? So um, what we're trying to do or what we are doing um, is, is giving that assurance level that a user is who they claim to be. And we're certified against that. So we're, you know, 502 certified authenticator. We're certified against uh, the NIST framework by Kintera. So 800-63-3. Uh, we have an iBeta certification for our, our, our biometrics. So we have, you know, third-party organizations that have you know, looked at our technology and said, you know, yep, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Uh, and we're really the only ones that uh, are, are able to do that. You know, when you look at authentication as it stands today, it proves possession. It doesn't really prove who the user is. And like Yen said, you know, there's a there's a level of, of hope that is associated with all of those types of authentication. So, um, you know, we have full journeys. We can do it, you know, through a web uh, web journey we can do it on an app um, you don't have to go the full biometric level if you don't if that doesn't if the risk associated with your business doesn't need that you know we can just verify you know emails and driver's licenses and uh, sorry emails and phone numbers and uh, uh, social security numbers right through to you know government issued ID so we have an entire journey um, that can match to your to, to your business case or business need as well yeah, no, really interesting. And I would encourage anybody who's interested to look them up because obviously that was a lot of uh, pieces kind of coming at you from the certification standpoint. But yeah. this is really important work that needs to be done to make sure that people are, somebody's coming through and double checking this and, and they have. And I think that speaks highly to what you've been able to build. I know it's not just financial companies that are using your technology, although I believe you do have some um, kind of good names there that you might be able to share. But what other areas are you pointing One Cosmos towards? Yeah, no, that's a, that's an outstanding question, Greg. Um, you know, certainly, I mean, and inherently just us being part of, you know, the Finnovate family, certainly the broader fintech, right? So we're very mm -hmm. fortunate to be working with some large Wall Street banks, you know, the likes of Jeffrey's Investment Bank, one of the largest out there. Um, a couple of the other largest we can't mention by name. Sure, um, sure. But uh, when you look across, say, the, the healthcare spectrum, right, we're part of the Karen Alliance, uh, really an effort by a number of uh, entities to have a modern, uh, centralized way by which all stakeholders across the medical space, health space, can say, hey, I am who I, I say I am, and therefore have access to certain systems, can do certain things, et cetera. 
Um, you look at telecommunications, right? Um, Vodafone, uh, you know, one of the largest telecommunications providers. We've teamed up with them. Um, you look at anywhere, uh, insurance is obviously another very big play, right? Um, but anywhere there's also, and I think this is fascinating too, anywhere there's a community also, right? Mm -hmm. Where there's the veracity and the trust of the community. And, you know, it's interesting, AAA has a variety of, 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 of businesses across its, its, its own portfolio. And so we're working with them, not just to make sure that their employees and contractors and whomever are who they say they are, but also their end users, right? So there are a variety of spaces that we're, you know, that we're fortunate enough to play. And I think, it, again, you know, you do, like so much, you do tend to see a lot of activity in the regulated industries, of course, right? Yeah. And that can certainly vary by region. But I think fundamentally, and it's going to increase in time, right? I mean, you know, it's funny too, you know, you look at streaming services, right? I mean, only kind of till recently has there been a, hey, we're going to crack down on password sharing a little bit, right? So, you know, they're, they're, I think all industries are just kind of on a continuum of, you know, how quickly they're going to embrace, you know, that ability to truly know who it is, but then also provide that very modern authentication experience, which includes passwords. And I think that's yeah. the other point here too. It's not just diving headfirst into passwordless, right? We work with a number of organizations that it's like anything in life. If you try to just cut over black and red, or, or you know, if, if anybody's been a smoker, I haven't been, but trying to cut off, you know, cold turkey. Yeah. That's so there's got to be that plan in that journey. And I think, again, there are going to be a multitude of other, other industries beyond the ones that we've talked about that are obviously going to come up on. Just to add on to that, I guess another important important distinction, you know, is the fact that, you know, that 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 migration of users, whether it be workforce, customers, citizens, because our, our platform works across all three of those spectrums, uh, that you have to have a a plan or a platform that could support the migration from what they were doing to what you're proposing that they do, right? Because if anything, if, if there's if there's one thing that people hate more than maybe passwords, it's change. Um, so one of the benefits of our platform is that it's an entire authentication platform. So yes, we do the the live biometric that I talked about earlier, but we also have, you know, the traditional forms of authentication that enable organizations to move to passwordless without disrupting the day to day business either. Um, so it's not a you know you log in with your username and password on Friday, and like Yen said, you come in on Monday and all of a sudden you're staring at a QR code, people would be like, what is going on? So we're able to support, you know, that transition and make sure that organizations have a successful deployment of, uh, you know, of, uh, you know, a passwordless ecosystem. Yeah. And Robert mentioned important one citizens too, right? A lot of work already that we're, uh, that we're blessed to be doing in the federal or public sector space. And that, of course, right, you know, whether at the country level, but, you know, agencies, you know, across different countries, you know, it's so important, again, for the employees of these agencies, departments, you name it, uh, as well as citizens. And so um, really some profound change going to go on there and continue to go on there uh, in terms of how we as citizens of whatever or denizens of whatever country or even state or local um, entity that we're interacting with, that whole experience is going through some truly profound change now. 
Yeah, really cool. Um, so I want to switch topics just a little bit and, and get into something maybe a little bit more lighthearted because I don't think we can actually talk about your demo without talking about the song uh, <laughs> that Yen sang at the beginning. So again, if you uh, haven't seen the video, you should go and check it out to see what we're talking about. But I just have to ask, you know, where where did that idea come from? Is somebody over there a fan of Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> you wanted to just try and write your own lyrics and bring something in. It was obviously a very creative way to start the demo. And I think it's... Uh, absolutely served as the attention getter that you hope that it would yeah and, and i mean we'll give you also many kudos to greg for kind of helping us frame it yeah. uh, <laughs> and always do and, and and help it kind of you know be, be a, a, a bit more of what it was intended to be but i think yeah i think you, you hit the nail on the head and it actually goes back to the, the points earlier having been to a lot of these events right and and i think actually the first demo that i ever did with you guys years and years and years ago uh, you know, our kids and we don't use the words like worst or terrible. So it would have been the least best of show, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. I have experience with, with kind of the other end of the spectrum. Um, we actually kind of started thinking about it in the sense of, okay, well, we don't want to get donged. How can we put something? And so originally we were thinking of, Hey, we could keep a, a song and a track and a meter. And you, you helped us think through that. And we redid it a little bit, but I think it is just making it a little bit more interesting, right? A little more engaging. I mean, even if we're talking about something really, really nitty gritty, let's try to bring bring some, not even just levity to it, but some creativity to it. So we had fun putting yeah. the lyrics together on it, right? And and I do have to admit, right? I mean, you know, I I, I ended up in the world of, of business, but you know, if I could have afforded to support my mother and me on a on a, an actor's wage, I probably would have. So <laughs> a little bit of a selfish way to kind of weave that in, but I, I, I think we just had fun with it, and it, and it was really yeah. cool. And I think this goes to the group that, you know, goes to Finnovate. You know, you have a very engaged group. And it was really, it was really, it was fun how many people were, you know, coming up, you know, striking up conversation from it. And they appreciated it. And they thought it was something, you know, just to break up the uh, the usual demo monotony. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah it was absolutely. fun because, I mean, we, we, we had a couple of Twitter posts uh, from people sitting right. in the audience and, and standing there watching it. You know, everybody was kind of like... <laughs> What's going on up there? <laughs> they had just singing? come up all at once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think I think the advice that I gave you was if you're going to do this, you really have to commit to it, and you absolutely <laughs> did. Um, yeah. And as a you know fellow theater kid myself, I actually frequently tell people from my high school, you know, oh yeah, I'm up on stage on Broadway all the time. It's a financial technology conference at the Marriott Marquis in New York, but I am on up on stage yeah, and Broadway, Broadway is literally right, right out there. Not so, even hey, on yeah. Broadway. It's yeah. on Broadway. Te technically, right, yeah. the rest of it is just semantics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're, we're coming up on the end of our time, and I want to end by just kind of zooming out a little bit and talking about the future of secure account access in general. Now, you talked about you know the the you know, people the thing people hate more than passwords is change, which I think is really shrewd uh, thing to say. But are we approaching the stage where we kind of collectively realize that that passwords, or maybe more accurately, the way people end up using passwords, don't really work? They don't provide the level of security that we need? Or is there still a place for the password-centric login in the future? I'm, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, passwords are not going away tomorrow. Um, they're still going to be around. I mean, if there's one thing that you can guarantee, there's two things you can guarantee in the world. One, the sun's going to come up in the morning. And two, anytime you open up a new account, there's going to be a username and password, right? So uh, they're everywhere. They're, it's it's the way we've engaged with computers you know, since the beginning of time. <laughs> right. Uh, at least 60, 70 years. I mean, you know, if you think about all of the change that has happened within the security space, the one thing that hasn't changed is the username and password. 
right? We've put a whole bunch of technologies in to try to help um, secure it, but we still haven't solved the problem until you know now. So you know they're not going to go away anytime soon. And frankly, you know, there in some instances maybe that's maybe that's all you need because you you know if if you're if you're working with customers, you want to make sure you you have a low barrier of of entry or you know uh, not a lot of friction to work with them. And if if the risk involved with the activity says, yeah, you know, username password's fine, then you know because you, you're just downloading a white paper off the one cosmos website, then that's fine. Um, but uh, you know, as we move forward, I think, People are becoming increasingly frustrated and tired with the fact that they don't know who is on the other side of that digital connection, right? Um, you know, if we look at, you know, don't want to throw Twitter under the bus, but, you know, there's all the, you have to pay for a blue check mark now. So that still doesn't prove identity. Um, but if we, going forward, if you had a digital wallet, like the one Cosmos digital wallet, where you could log in or provide your credential to somebody to say, this is Rob, and then you know you're dealing with Rob, well, then the engagements online become very different uh, because you know you're dealing with a real person. It's not a bad actor. It's not a synthetic identity. It's not somebody trying to commit fraud. Uh, I mean, those things are still going to, 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 to happen or people are still going to try to make them happen. But what we're trying to develop or what we're trying to introduce or what we're bringing to the market is something that eliminates a lot of those things. So anytime you start to deal with somebody or something online, you know that it is that person. It's not somebody sitting in their parents' you know basement trying to tear somebody down. You know what I mean? Like all those yeah, things yeah. that are part of the internet right now start to go away because we've got you know a verified credential and you're using it to engage online, meaning that every time you go to log in, well then like that's Robert McDonald and here's like we know that it's him because we have you know information about him. Um, now you know one of the benefits to our platform as well is that the user controls their privacy, and you can only you know, I'm only going to share things with you that I deem necessary. But at the end of the day, because of the way in which we verify the users, um, when I go to log into my you know financial institution or go log into my healthcare uh, provider or I go to log into a government service, uh, they know that it's me. Um, and that's yeah. going to continue to transition as the web starts to move to a decentralized framework. You know, One Cosmos is already built to support that framework and that that uh, decentralized, um, you know, uh, Web three construct that's coming over the next number of years. Yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting version of the future, and I think you're spot on. The passwords are never going to completely go away, but there's still a lot more that we can do a lot more that you are doing. And again, it's mm -hmm. easy to see why the technology that you showcase resonated so much with our audience. Yeah. So um, again, check out the demo video, One Cosmos, that is the, the, the number one um, Finnovate spring videos, as I said, are all available at finnovate.com slash videos. I've been chatting with Jens Henriksen and Robert McDonald of One Cosmos. Thank you both so much for taking the time and, and hope to see you again at a future event. Awesome. You absolutely will. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Greg. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.